Alright, so this is part two of this episode two. MDMA? That's what I'm And we're talking about drugs. It's already started. We're talking about drugs. And we have lovely Isaiah's brother, Joe. No? Alright, never mind. It's the rave drug. What about the rave drug? Yes. MDMA. Molly. Molly, ecstasy, those are MDMA. But ecstasy is usually cut with cocaine or heroin. YOLO. Okay. Druggies. What about them? No, you too. Yeah. I'm not a druggie. I'm the only druggie here. Do you smoke? Smoke what? For legal reasons, do you smoke? Cigarettes, yes. Understandable. Yes, I smoke cigarettes. Out of every drug you've ever taken, which is the worst, and why would you never take it again? Okay. Heroin. <laughs> <laughs> One at a time. Heroin, co- heroin cocaine? Yeah. Heroin, why? Would you never take it again? I'd kill him. No. You're, you're unrelated. I'm sure that's also the reason. I was, his own uh, personal reason. I Fair. I ended up having to do a solid, like, five and a half to almost eight months of rehab. Oof. Because I was on heroin for a pretty long time. And the reason I started, I got clean in the first place is because I was with a woman. And she was... Me and her did drugs together, and she got pregnant, and we had both stopped. Like, I was under the impression we had both stopped. Mm-hmm. I was 100% clean. I cleaned up. I was like, all right. It's the Egyptian, As by the way. Does. And <laughs> she... I'm sorry, the xenomorph. No, I'm <laughs> sorry. And... Understandable. And, um, we had our kid. We mm-hmm. had our beautiful little daughter. Her name is Faith. Uh... Only to find out that Faith had high, high levels of heroin in her system when she was born. Mm-hmm. Like, they had proven that she was had continued use. I lied. It might not be the xenomorph. There is, but no, no. That is before xenomorph. Before I was fourteen. All right, that's how all right. Before the xenomorph. All I can say about that is, um, but when, but our do- our daughter was born with extremely high levels of heroin in her system, and she went through withdrawal, and it killed her. All I, can, all I can say about that is, that is betrayal. And in my eyes, there is no sin higher. Then betrayal? Then betrayal. I don't care what anything else is. If you betray somebody's trust or their faith. I mean, Joseph, I'm not going to fucking air his dirty laundry, but similar situation. I lost my first niece and or nephew. I know. Me and Joe have talked about it. It's betrayal at its finest. It's, it's, it's... And it's unacceptable. It's betrayal on your. It's betrayal to your expectations. It's betrayal to the child's expectations, and personally, lowest pits of hell. Dante's Inferno was right. They go to the bottom for a fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Cocaine. <laughs> That's the hardest thing I've ever done. Was coke. Why I would mean, you never do it again? I don't like like the nosebleeds probably. Yeah, honestly, that and the like the constant drip. And the way it tastes. The constant drip? Like the right uh, yeah, it drips in the back. And the way it tastes is so bad. drainage is nasty. But it smells heavenly. <laughs> it does. It I, don't, does. I, don't really like does. Co- I don't like to do cocaine. I just love the way it smells. <laughs> I, got, I got a car air freshener. Coke. Um, <laughs> oh, there, that Coke. <laughs> but I mean, like, one of the last times I did Coke, I mean, I was, like, around his age, the, the, around his age, one of the last times I did it, I was also on um, Adderall for my ADHD, 
And I was fucking focused and speedy. You were on coaching. I cleaned, uh... Congratulations. Now stack creatine on that shit and you'll be fucking Yujiro in a weekend. I I cleaned... I cleaned an entire three-story house with a toothbrush in two hours. And it was spotless. With a toothbrush. And the crash that came afterwards was... I slept for like four days. Yeah. And I won't... I will will never do that to my body again. Yeah, and there's there's a couple other reasons I'll never do heroin again. Like, all right, first of all is the goddamn nod. Oh, well. The nod? The nod. Isn't it like the... It's the... It's, um, for the first, like, ten minutes after you inject yourself. You because... Trust, trust me, there's... I'm not going anywhere tomorrow if you need to use it. Uh, but... <laughs> after, after you take heroin, whichever way you prefer to do it, I would never smoke or snort it because that's almost guaranteed to kill you instantly. So injecting it is the only. It's the only semi-safe way to achieve viable. Viable. It's not even safe. It's 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 drugs, not safe. Without immediate death. Yes. And, but for that first ten minutes afterwards, you're in this state where you're either itchy, nauseous, or extremely tired. What but, is your body like acclimating to this new yeah, chemical? And then, and then, but, and then after that, all right, what heroin does, it naturally drains all the sugar out of your body. Mm. So that's why most people that do heroin, they always have munchies, mu- sugary sugar. munchies around. Mm. Sugar is everywhere in their house. Well, and it makes you poor, so you always end up being skinny as shit. Yeah. Because you don't have any food, you're just dying yeah. of starvation. Your body has no fat supply because your fats are mainly sugar. And, and your brain's not willing to go without the drug because with most people, most people who don't know with what withdrawal, they would say it looks like the person feels like they're dying. No, no. Going through not. withdrawal, you wish your body would just quit and you die. Because well, because it's not you even shit like yourself, you piss yourself, you puke all over yourself. You're constantly shaking. You're irritable. You're and cold. You're, thinking. you're hot. And you, your brain never it, stops. It just wants more. That's the problem. Your brain has gotten used to. Well, and, and that's where the well, that's the where biggest, the chase and the dragon came from. Well, the big well the biggest danger to heroin too isn't just like you said it targets sugars, fats or sugars. What's your brain mostly fat? Yep, it destroys it your destroy brain. your brain if you run out of fat reserves. This is your brain on drugs, fried egg. Sorry, heroin's <laughs> the only one that, that applies to though. Heroin, like if you're on coke, your brain's not really gonna go to shit. Uh, your you, heart's gonna go to shit. No, no, actually, here's the fucked up thing: cocaine doesn't really have severe bodily issues that come from long-term use other than your nostrils it's what you do whilst on coke yes. that fucks you up yes it's, it's not it, the coke that fucks you the up. coke's not the dangerous habit it's what your brain says hey let's go do this yeah, let's go run a mile and your body's like nigga we are not equipped <laughs> <laughs> let's not and Bro, say we, we didn't see, we smoke three quarters of a pack a day nigga we ain't running no i haven't much. run since high school I'm 43 <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and I hate I hate the nod. And again, like we, heroin has virtually instant withdrawal. Once yeah. it once it stops being in your system, your body's like, um, where's that at? Where's that Get shit? More. Where'd it go? It's kind of the same concept with coke, though. Yes, but coke you can be off of it. You'll be irritable, but your body will still function. Yeah, you you yeah. Heroin, he's not wrong. You don't heroin, completely shut what, down. Your body literally begins to shut down because it's like if you don't give me this, I'm not gonna let you do you, anything. You don't miss cocaine, heroin. Your brain needs cocaine. You miss. I miss it. Yeah. Not really. It's, but like. No, but it's like you're like, oh damn, that was fun. I could do more shit. I was out of energy. 
Yeah, I mean, the crash sucks, you see, but like... You yeah. see how you think about it, and you're like, I miss cocaine. I could do that Her- once, Her- have Her- a little like, bit of fun. You need no, me. no, I'm literally, I'm literally at the state, and even though I'm a reformed addict, still, no matter what, once an addict, always a fucking addict. It's a mindset. It's... It's, it's stuck in. It's a fucking, dude, it's like an anchor. Am I ever going to actively seek it out? No. Am no. I ever going to willingly put myself in a situation where it is around me? No. Do I trust myself to have the willpower to turn it down if it is brought into my presence? Probably not. Yes, actually. You do? You can fight? Uh, losing a child's powerful motivation. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like, but it, It's not like it's a hard thing to say no to. Just pray that you're not compromised. Yeah, Anybody will turn to something if they're compromised. Yep. It, you don't want to... It's, it's all they got. He's put in a bad spot, like, emotionally or whatever. Yep. Well, yeah, and, like, exactly it's brought around it, him. That's exactly what it was. That's how it all works. Right. Uh, it was... It was my mom and dad's... Their second... It was, like... Shit was really bad in their relationship at this point in time. Hmm. My mom kind of just up and left me at our grandparents' house. And this was 14 years old. Yeah. 13, 14. 14 years old. My mom and dad were not really talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Mom left me and Kiara at our dad's parents' house and just took off, left Destiny and Kenneth with her parents, and my mom went. And we didn't hear from her or see her for like a year. Mm. Which, uh, mind you, yeah. I, I dealt with a lot of that at that age too. If you miss your parents, it's fucky. But you don't realize how much it affects you until you think about it. Mm-hmm. If you just never think about, oh, well, mom's not around, and, you can get through. But the second and, you realize I, it, it'll, it'll fucking and I love, you. And I love my dad's parents. Mm-hmm. Alright, like, my grandfather, he's the reason I went to the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. He was a Marine, went to Vietnam. Never talked about it again. <laughs> One time. In the One life. time. That's it. And that's so it. you know they're really in Vietnam. And, and they we, talk about it once. Yeah, they say, don't do it. Yeah, he brought it up once, and that's even another thing, because... Uh, my my grandfather's platoon mate was actually a drill instructor there, oh. and he's like Hughes. Wait, Hughes? Is it Francis? I'm like, yeah, that's you. my grandfather. He's like, we served in Nam before. Did he ever tell you about it once? Yeah, that's because he's not a fucking liar. <laughs> that's it. That's all you get. One and story. I'm like, and I'm like, is it true y'all had a dead body sit up on y'all? Oh yeah, definitely. That thing reached straight for your grandfather. I booked the fuck out of there. <laughs> went AWOL. He went AWOL for a week. In in the middle in of the dumb. fucking jungle. In in you could have died in one second. he saw a dead body sit up and reach towards my grandfather. That's dedication. He and came he back after us. He came back. If I saw a dead body rise up, I'd be speaking Vietnamese next to me. <laughs> farming rice in a patty. I'm not fucking around anymore. I'd swim back to Florida. I live with cockroaches. <laughs> no, but but um, but yeah, my grandfather. I, I was. We were with my my grandfather, and my grandmother. I love them. They're great people. And my grandfather always been a hard ass. Like, first of all, ask me if I ever once brought drugs, cigarettes, anything into that old man's house. Nine. Nope. Nope. Never. I, never. Nope. I've never been around my grandfather drunk other than one time. Guess what? I made a mistake. I came home at three in the morning, forgetting that that old man literally does not sleep. Because <laughs> now I'm thirty minutes no, an hour. No, no, literally once a could, week. He could process on taking a small nap like once every couple of days, and he was fine. He didn't get cranky. He didn't get irritable. Well, I came home drunk at three o'clock in the morning, and the only reason he was pissed off was because Grandma had to get up at work at five thirty. 
You should have shown yeah. up at five thirty. That's no. res- that's respectful. He wasn't mad at you. No, he was, he was mad that you were interrupting his life schedule. Yeah, yeah, and so, so he tries to say, "Hey, Brian, you know, you know, you're not supposed to be coming in this late. Grandma's got to work." And me being drunk, and forgetting my fucking place, I look at my old man. I look at my grandfather, and I bend over because he's sitting in his chair. Mm-hmm. I bend over, and I. Worst idea I've ever made in my life to this day. I'm like, don't get eye level. No, I did. (laughs) I did. But I got to a point where I was looking down on him and physically in his personal space. And I said, learn your. And I said, learn your place. I didn't see him grab it. I didn't hear it shuffle. He grabbed his solid oak cane and broke, (laughs) broke from here down. Look what you made me do. Now I gotta go to the hospital. This better not get your grandma schedule. You oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He didn't even wake my grandma up. He's like, now go get the van warmed up. Okay. He said, you know the van warmed up. You know you fucked up when you get hit. Broke hit. You got, you got hit. Your he shit fucking rocked. Job, and you gotta go. And it's not like I could defend myself going into the hospital. Because, first of all, my grandfather's had surgeries and everything. Everybody in the hospital knows him. Mm. And he went to Nam. You can't even complain to this man. Yeah. So, so. I can't, even de- <laughs> I can't even defend myself. And everybody knows him, and by proxy, everybody fucking knows me. And they're all, Brian, what happened when I when we get into the ER? And I slipped. Papa, my papa was like, uh-uh. He can go wait, sit in the waiting room. Let, let him wait for another half hour. He's about that shit. He knew you were drunk, and it didn't hurt too bad. He was uh, waiting for it to hurt more. Drunk or not. Drunk or not. You ever heard somebody heard the term got slapped sober? Yes. He got slapped sober that night. <laughs> slapped I, the bitch right that, out of I him. wish that old man would have just slapped me. There were all right. decimated. All right. All right. My grandfather, all right. Cat's out of the bag. When he was Cat's he, in the bag? No, she's getting out of the bag. Ah. <laughs> oh, my grandfather. <laughs> now, when I was a kid, like mm-hmm. when I was three or four, my grandfather was uh. still in like his prime shape. Mm. This motherfucker's forearms were like this. Beefy. Beefy type He literally had to for. walk like this. Get the Popeye arm. <laughs> no, no. His chest and his <laughs> biceps and everything made it to where he could not fully put his arms down. That's and I that's... promise you, I've seen him hit one person and he didn't close fist hit him. Just like open, open hand. He smacked the bitch. He's knocked the dude out one smack. That on the East Coast we call those kind of people fucking gorillas. <laughs> we call them gorillas. That's, no, we call like your grandpa would have been a gorilla. Some niggas is gorillas. He's gorilla. If you can't walk like a human, use gorillas. That's use true. gorillas. We have that in Chicago too. It's not just the East Coast. It's, it's fucky. But, anywhere where you have, anywhere the hood exists, there's gorillas. But I promise you, I promise you, ain't nobody fitting to talk shit about my grandfather's physique. They ain't make them like they used to. I'm built like a motherfucking baked bean. <laughs> baked bean? <laughs> like, he built like I'm, a giraffe. I'm not weak. That's the saddest part. Say, like, my fucking forearm is, is enormous. I got good grip strength. I can lift Mason. I can lift my fucking brother. I can lift but everybody. the problem is, I ain't built like a motherfucker yet. <laughs> right? Like, if, I w- if I had to go through Vietnam training, Jesus, I'd come out like a... Ni- I'd come out <laughs> benching the fucking boat that we used to... Like, we rode into fucking D-Day on. Like, fucking... Bench, you were carrying the Normandy boat. But no. Fucking I, threw it at the goddamn artillery gun. 
And it's not like... I'm not going to go into it. But there was one I didn't want to bring up with Mason. Because this bitch mentioned she has Adderall. Had Adderall. Had Adderall. You used to take Adderall. Mm -hmm. what I was on think? fucking... What did you think about Adderall? You just had... Nikki, you just went on about your grandfather. We're going to let her have a second. <laughs> the fucking... I know, but the Adderall question's kind of like... I'll bring up multiple points about Adderall. I kind of... So okay, what do you mean? So... I guess I want, personally, like... Personally, Adderall... I think it's kind of weird that you prescribe Adderall to children as a means of focus, but their kids be doing kid shit. I understand that there is a need to focus, but also I feel like there's more natural ways to direct that kind of energy. Yes. I feel like Adderall isn't the right choice. No. I can tell you exactly what Adderall did to me as a child. What did it do to you? Alright. So Adderall's supposed to make you focused, right? Yeah. Well, I was, I was a super hyperactive kid. And instead of making me focused, it literally turned me from smiling and happy and I have energy to... I'm just sitting there like... Zombie. Am I yeah. alive right now? Are you the same? Yeah. That and Zoloft. And then, and then, when, Zoloft. I, and then when I was 13, because, like, they had just kept upping the dose from the time I was four to the time I was 13, they had done nothing but... immunity to it. Oh, up the dose and, like... It'll kill your liver, too. Uh, I started rejecting it. Yeah. I, I took my medication one morning, and by the time I got to school, I was violently sick. Yeah. And even, even the nurse at the school is like, this looks like drug rejection, if I'm not gonna lie, like... The only competent nurse in the entirety of humankind. Hey, school nurse. Don't fuck with the school nurses. Ain't you ever seen the memes? She would have given you an ice pack and then been like, you're like, oh, fuck, my focus is back. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, no, no. Somebody falls, dislocates neck on the playground. Some, but teacher, we gotta call 911. School nurse. Mm -mm. Ice, nice. nigga. <laughs> Mason. Yeah. Was the experience similar? Yes and no. My body didn't reject it as much as, like... When did you get on it? Shortly after my sister died. Age-wise? Six, seven. Okay. Um, I want to bitch smack whoever did this. Hmm. And anybody else get those fucking little surveys on their YouTube thing? Yes. Yeah. Best tasting water. Somebody has ocean up here. It do taste salty, though. <laughs> <laughs> For those bitches who like, who like to take the cum in the mouth. I need to drink whale sperm or I'm not happy. Same. <laughs> That's why I've got the narwhal. <laughs> narwhal. So, you were taking this at six, but you didn't reject it. How long did you take it? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I took it until I moved out with my mom, and that would have been 15. And what, so what was your experience with it? I mean, it... Kind of like what he was saying, it was... Just, it leveled you out? It didn't really... It. So you know when like people are manic... Are manic depressive? Yeah. They have their high low high moments, their low moments. Yeah. He was saying it kinda like leveled him out. He no, wasn't it didn't level me out, it put me straight to a low moment instantly. You did, he didn't have high moments anymore. Yeah, that's I was gone. it was it was a zombie. I was a zombie. Yeah. The standard got so low that oh, your high oh, moments. And was you know, low. you completely I, lose your fucking appetite while you're taking it. Yes. Yeah. And your sex drive is shit, but that, that, you're a, a child, so any medication that fucks with your hormones tends to ruin your um, sex drive. But no, I mean like there were times where like I would go a couple of days without it. Because I just didn't want to fucking take my meds. Of course. You're young. Because like, you're a fucking kid. You yeah. don't want to fucking take your meds. You don't want to sit, You don't want to sit there and be like, okay, I wake up, I shower, I get ready for school, and before I walk out the door, I've got to 
a handful of medication that I have to pop into my mouth. Especially because, well, it's your formative years. Do you feel like, well, okay, I take drugs every morning. Is everybody? You find out? No. Yeah, and that's when years. I started, like, I found out, like, no, my friends weren't doing it, like, and so in my head I was like, okay, well, why am I doing this then? Mm -hmm. Do I really need it? And I know the doctors are telling me that I need to do this, but you do I really this. need this? Yeah. And so I'd stop taking them for a couple of days and, like, my family would notice that, like, instead of me being kind of like what you were yeah. saying yesterday of how, like, you're super monotone. Yeah. Instead of me being, like, super monotone because, like, I had no emotion. I had no, like, there, it, I, I had no personality. You went from what you thought was you to what was actually you. Or to what you, what could be you. The problem, with, I think, with Adderall is that it makes you what everybody else is comfortable with. Yeah. Which is generic. It makes you boring. It makes you... It's like, really boring, uh... It do makes, you, makes you beige. It makes you tame. Do you know you that... Beige. Yeah. Uh, actually, this is a perfect example of just, like, um, prescription medication on children in general. Have you heard of the game We Happy Few? There's yeah, a, yeah. I came into his room. Yeah. Um, how everybody's taking happy pills, and if you don't yeah. take them, you're not you're part weird. of society. Yeah. You're, you're weird. That's exactly what it was like for mm -hmm. me, at least, growing up, was if I wasn't taking my meds, and I wasn't, like, on my meds, oh, well, I get called into, like, the counselor's office, like, Mason, you seem a little more yeah. erratic today. What's going on? Are you okay? That's Did you take your meds? Would be the first thing I got asked by my counselors at school or my nurses at schools. Mm -hmm. Did you take your meds today? That's and I look at them and be like, yeah, I took my meds today. And they knew I was lying to them. And then they call my dad and be like, I'm, we're pretty sure she didn't take our meds. And then he goes through, count the count the amount of pills, find out I didn't take my fucking meds and I get my shit rocked. <laughs> but that's besides the point. But School's ahead, regardless. Um, I got off my meds when I moved in with my mom because I told my mom what and I was age? like, hey, I, I don't need these. What age did you stop getting on them? I was six. I was... <sighs> You were on them for about nine, ten years. Fourteen. So they're eight years. From around six to yeah. fifteen. And how long were you on them? No, nine fifteen. Years. Six to fifteen. So nine years ago. Yeah. But um, and I got off them shortly after I moved in with my mom, and then shortly I moved out. It was actually after I moved out of my mom's, the but I was still in Oregon, but I hadn't turned fifteen, so I was still technically a kid. Yeah. The, the biggest problem with Adderall... Or I had turned 15. Anybody anybody ever, here ever seen the movie Equilibrium? Yes. Well, Eric just thought it touched because you brought up We Happy Few. And Equilibrium kind of runs along that whole mm -hmm. thing. But it's legally required for everybody to take... To take Prozac, basically. That's what it is with We Happy Few. You'll get fucking killed if you don't take your meds. My, no, 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 no. No, you don't get killed. You got kicked out. No, no. In, equal, in Equilibrium, if you got caught with a book, a painting, a piece of music, anything that... That's exactly what it's like in We Happy Few. It, no. They will chase you down no. and kill you. If you show anything <laughs> other than happiness, you could not even show happiness in Equilibrium. Uh, we're not going to compare the video game to the, to the movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. The biggest point... Okay, here, let me... But, Basically, it's the whole dystopian, everybody's got to be drugged because society only wants what it can control. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I view Ad Adderall as. The biggest, the biggest problem I see with Adderall is, you know, like Mason was saying there, how they said, you know, you seem different today. Mm -hmm. Have we taken your meds? That's a very hard sentence to hear as a child because then you begin to question that's, which you is you. Yeah. 
That's, and which you are, does everybody like? That's where identity issues start to stem from because they're asking, are you okay? Are because you okay? you're acting differently. But, but maybe that's just how you're feeling that day. And yeah, but, but worse than that is, if you take Adderall, especially as a child, like mm-hmm. you both said, you took it from an exceedingly young age. I remember the little you, blue chalky pill. You never, you never figure out what you are mm-hmm. early. You gotta figure out late as shit what kind of person you are. And people who have the issues the issues that Adderall solves mm-hmm. can figure these things out without Adderall and then learn these this is how I work I understand myself I can now go into the adult world able to handle myself as opposed to having your problem or the problem Mason would have inevitably run into Adderall no longer works for me the dosage is so high my liver will die in five years if I keep trying to take it either I stop taking it and then lose all of my family and friends because for the last 25 years I've been able to take it, nobody knows, I, for the last 25 years I've been able to take it, I've been a fucking compliant zombie, mm-hmm. and now I'm going to be myself, and the people who I've made these bonds with don't know me, because I don't know me, and nothing's and, worse and, than not knowing me. And, oh, and another final straw was, like, my mm-hmm. parents were the one who had gotten me put on Adderall in the first place, and one day I came home, I, I came home late, so dinner was just about to get done ready, and my dad's all like, are you ready to eat? And I just looked at him, and I was kind of heading to my room. I'm like, I gotta do homework. I'm really not hungry. Mm-hmm. And he was instantly like, alright, we gotta take you to the hospital. We're getting you drug tested. And the doctor even said, well, based on the amount of amphetamines he's got in his system, he's either on a really high dose of Adderall, in which case, yeah, he doesn't want to eat. Yeah, it just... He, well, he genuinely has no desire to put food into there's his no, system. Well, because... It's it's a suppressant of, it's a suppressant of desire because you can't suppress emotion, but you can suppress want, and if you can suppress want, then you'll be fine. Because if you don't want for anything, you're fucking suggestible. Mm-hmm. If you don't want for anything, you can go to school and they can say you know sit here for eight hours and listen to this one bitch talk, do history, math, and whatever the fuck, and then go home, don't eat, do your homework. Mm-hmm. And it's not a conducive environment for kids, and it's not a conducive environment for adults that decide to take Adderall. If you want to take Adderall because you need to focus, I'd recommend figuring out how you work first. If Adderall is the only thing you've got, I still think you're, you're handling yourself wrong. Well, see, um, and then going on the other um, medication that I... I Zoloft? Well, yeah, that one. Mm. So, I don't know if you know I, what I Zoloft is. I don't know much about Zoloft. Okay, so Zoloft is for... Ironically enough, Zoloft is... To treat anxiety and depression, mm-hmm. but it's it an causes anxiety, anxiety and, and depression. depression. It's, an anti, it's an anti-anxiety and anti-depression medication. Even though, even though it works as an anti-psychotic, which obviously conflicts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not a fun one. Again, there's don't if you need to take chemicals for your depression, do it. See, so Sometimes that's, people can't. That's know. the other thing that I was going to say. But is if so, you need to. So I got on, I, my personally self, mm. I went to a psychologist for like all of like the mental issues that I have. Mm. And I kind of stayed away from like, hey, I have, like I've been clinically diagnosed with ADHD mm. or ADD. I don't remember which one it was. But <laughs> something, it's something. Brain wrong help. Brain wrong help. Well, and then like, um, when you go in for treatment for mental disorders and everything else like that, you go in, you sit down, you explain to them, you literally, you sit down and have, you have a conversation with them about your past 
and what you have gone through in your life. That is what therapy is. Yeah. And I thought, okay, hey, this is this is something I, I should do. Because mm-hmm. something is wrong, something is off. And I genuinely still to this day feel like I should go in and get therapy again. Because mm-hmm. something needs to get fixed. But I... My doc, the therapist that I was seeing was super, like, he was such a sweet guy. He was also, like, <laughs> four one. He was super small. He was just a small guy. You gotta fit in the chair. Alright, I'm gonna be we real. Fit in the little man chair. I'm gonna be real. If there's, any per- if there's any male figure in your life that you want to be a small, diminutive person. It's your therapist. It's your therapist. You want them to be nice, light, non-judgmental, and You want to be able to kill this man in case... You say too much. Yeah, you, <laughs> you don't want your therapist you to be want, like six you want, nine. The, you want the man that's about to know literally everything about your life to be totally like capable, of mentally sound, but physically vulnerable, <laughs> Physic- physically feeble. Well, yeah. so the guy, the, like I was saying, the guy that I that I had as my therapist, and this was when I was living in Oregon mm. with my mom, where it was after my mom, but I was still in Oregon. Mm. He, like I said, he was a small guy. He was super sweet or whatever. But, like, so I explained everything and, like, talked to him about everything. And he was kind of just sitting there like, okay, um, we're going to refer you to a psychologist. And, obviously, like, psychology and therapy are two totally different things. Well, one can prescribe medication. One can't. No, psychopharmacology. That's... No, I'm saying psychiatrist and psychologist, the two different... The difference is, is a psychologist... Can prescribe medicine. I desperately wanted to be a psychopharmacologist when I was a child. However, divorce tends to fucking forego your <laughs> plans for college. <laughs> so, I went to a psychologist, and she was super sweet, and, like, he kind of just gave, with permission, he gave all of, like, my records and everything like that to her, mm. and she's like, okay, well, obviously Adderall didn't work. Mm. Obviously that you didn't like it, it didn't work. Mm. So, why don't we try this? And that's when she prescribed me Zoloft. And at first, I was on, like, the lowest dose possible. And I was on it for probably a month, 30-day supply. And I remember this, because, like, nothing happened. And then they upped it to the next lowest dose, Mm. and nothing happened. By the end of me being on Zoloft, I was at, like, the second highest dose you can be on. And if I'm going to be completely and totally honest, Mm. there were times where... Like, you know when people are, like, super, super fucking drugged out and they're like, oh my god, I can't feel, like, my face, I can't feel my... That's where I was at on a daily basis. Because of the drugs I was on. And on top of it, I was a zombie. Yeah. I couldn't feel... You feel nothing emotionally or physically. But I was fucking depressed and anxious all the goddamn time. Those were the only two emotions I felt. We didn't talk about it. That's the bad part. Well, they handled you better than me. Well, 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 before we go on, that's... They think the problem is solved when no one is saying they have a problem anymore. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they're not saying they have a problem anymore because they're trying to get this shit to work and they're trusting you and it's not working and then all of a sudden it starts building up again like, am I fucking it up? And you don't know. And then shortly after that I ended up in a psych ward and they took me off all of my meds hmm. and go. I was told I should get on... Sure. I don't know if it was... I don't think it was... It was. I was told I should either get on Prozac or I should get on Xanax. I've heard of... Pro- no. <laughs> the, the 
Don't and I was like, a drug that literally makes you stupid. Well, no, 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 no. And I was like, well, I don't want to really try any drugs. I'd like to just try therapy and mm. see if there's any other options that I have out there that can help. Or if there's any other medications. I've heard stories about Prozac. I've heard stories about Xanax. Prozac, Prozac would have fucking probably killed you, Mason. I heard, but I've heard stories about everything and all else like that. And like, Soloft, literally, I tried to kill myself on it. Prozac would have ended it. You would have been done. There ain't no way in hell you can get through Prozac. And you get to Xanax, rest. That's it. Rest. There's no peace. You're going to hell and you're going to have to super <laughs> hell on a weekend. It's not fucking pleasant. But, but some people need it. Th uh, yeah, so they were like, well, these are the two options that we can think of at the moment, or we can do more extensive research, and then they let me out. You don't need extensive research. And they let me out on nothing, mm -hmm. and I got out, and I moved back to Minnesota, and I tried to kill myself. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's not a consequence of them giving you nothing. That's no, I know, that's a consequence of, of me being stupid. No, that's a consequence of them giving you for years, and then letting you loose on yourself. Yeah. For years, they're like, do this now, do this yeah, now, try this, they, and then they were like, now years, you're on your own. See ya. For you, for years, they had had you had you under on a chemical substance, nonstop, nonstop, new ones, different ones, and then they were, which made which was just going as to what Isaiah said. At that point, you no longer you don't have any clue how you yourself as a person work. I still don't know how me as a person works. But that's because you didn't get to. <laughs> you didn't get to learn it. I don't know who I am. That's when I was young. I knew this would be a problem. Just to digress here for a second, at twelve, my parents tried to get me on on a Prozac, and I told them no. And they were like, "Well, we're gonna make you take it," and I was like, "You can't. You can try. I'll bite your fingers off." I, as a kid, I had no problem telling CPS to go to the next fucking door. I would answer the door and CPS would be like, well, we're getting some calls from your school, and I'd say, fucking leave. Go ahead. I'd answer and tell them to leave. Not, I, would, they, I wouldn't have my parents go to the door and tell them to fuck off. Because uh, I knew as a kid, I was always self-aware like a motherfucker because I didn't talk a whole lot. That's probably why my voice is monotone, because I just mm -hmm. didnn't say anything. You observe. Feel you it's still just, do it. Yeah. There's times where you don't you don't really talk. You're cooking or you're listening to something, but you're listening to everyone else and everything that's going on. That's why I always have the headphones because if I don't, I hear everything and then I'm, I can't. There's a lot going on upstairs and it doesn't shut the fuck down. And that's yeah. also I don't leave I, my house without them. Also, why I do like 37 things at a time. Like last time we did the podcast, I was playing video games the whole time. If I don't, I'll fucking sit here and go crazy. However. It does make it easier to fucking be the guy that's pointing and making y'all tell stories. Because <laughs> I can actually remember the shit I want to ask. <laughs> but no, it's just... If you never have a chance to... Learn who you learn are, you're who never going to learn who you are. Never, you're never going to get to learn who you are. But at least now you're with Brian. Like, you two <laughs> are a pretty good dynamic going. At the very least, you don't have to worry about dealing with not knowing who you are alone. If anything, it's convenient that you two are together. Because then you get to figure out who you are together. Together, yeah. And that's better than figuring out who you are alone. Because then you're building around each other. And not just... Yeah, but at the same time, that's, that, that could also be extremely toxic. Because then, Because then there's, there's the... Or I mean, like, I realized... Only if you're not self-aware enough to adjust your behavior. I, that's exactly what I was going to say. I have realized that a lot of my life revolves around him and vice versa. And it's not, ex it, it, being dependent on a, another person is a good thing, but being too dependent on another person is extremely toxic, depending on the situation. The, the thing about that, I'd have to say is, 
there's a fine line. Who determines the line? Because in my recent breakup, since it just happened, like, it happened December 22nd. Oh, wow. I'm I sorry. Got, eh, I, I was upset about it for a couple of days, but then, you know. I didn't realize it's that's re- well, that no. recent. It was, well, it's similar to what you brought up there. Isaiah's so. inability to give a fuck kicked in afterwards. Oh, no, no. I fucking shut down for like I know, six I'm, days. I I'm saying, after those days, your inability to give a fuck kicked back in. Well, like, well, All right. Well, I realized she was right. I put a lot of pressure on her. Uh, well, because my life's been going to shit for like fucking all year. And every time a problem would arise, I'd go to her. This was before we were dating when I was still with Sarah. I'd go to her, and then we'd talk about it, and I'd be like, thanks for the help. Talk to you later. And then I broke up with Sarah, and she saw that as an opportunity to strike, so she went in. And then I was like, haha, funny joke. I didn't really see it as working, so I just kept going. Not working because I didn't, I like, the idea wouldn't work, but I was just like, I appreciate her too much to do this, so I'm gonna not do it. Yeah. And then, yeah. And, the, and then it happened, and I was like, cool. And I, it was exactly what I wanted, but I kept having problems, and she couldn't deal with that. That bitch, she's pregnant again. No, I, I just kept having problems. You know, talking about cars, the cat, by the way. Cars, <laughs> <laughs> the, the car is getting jacked. You know, lack of payment, people being unemployed, uh, always having problems in the house, people doing shit. And I would, you know, I'd go to her, I'd talk about it, like when we were still friends, and I, eventually she just, you know. She didn't like it. She got tired of having to listen and I was I realized I was like Dependent on I wasn't just it wasn't that I was dependent on her, it was just You didn't have anybody else. I didn't want anybody else. Yeah. I don't I don't feel the need to talk to people about things. But she pushed me to talk to her about things. And then, she was the reason that I always would do it. So that's why that's why it upset me so much when we actually broke up because I was like, You literally asked for this. I Literally, the whole, like, the reason we even started becoming, like, closer friends is because I listened to her one day, and then uh, she noticed at work I was all fucky, and then she, afterwards she was like, what's wrong, and then made me talk about it, and then she said it was too much at the end, and I was like, but you at, you made me want to tell you, and now it's too much, and that's, I don't like that, that's, that's added a whole new dimension of fear for relationships, that's why I told you. I think you were there that night too. I think I'm just gonna be single for 2021. Yeah, yeah I, I don't about like. It. I, I, I don't think it's worth it anymore. I don't think it's worth the risk for the next whole year to fuck around because it just. Uh, and, I mean, you saw you were you guys were there with Sarah. Yeah. Fucking, <laughs> this woman talked to me once a fucking week, and it was like the day before I showed up to, to hang out with her for three days, and she never even did anything. While I was there for three days. We'd try to play a video game. She'd get bored and then just. Go to bed. She slept like 12 hours a day. Did nothing else. But regardless. Like, I'll, I'll understand when she has her bad days. And she just wants to lay in bed. And I'm like, okay, let me know if you're hungry. One snack, <laughs> need a drink. Yeah. Every fucking day. It- and then I'm going to be like, hey baby, dr- be sure you drink at least one bottle of water today. I love you. Don't dehydrate. I don't personally think that there's a point. If, it, okay, you can be too dependent on somebody. But that point exists in the realm of, I didn't see you today, I'm fucking jumping off the house tonight. Like, that's a little bit fucking. But, it's not, it's not far-fetched to say, I'd like to get a text, if I can't see you every day, I'd at least like to get a text message every day. And if I can't see you every day, I'd at least like, and I love you once a day. That's not too far. That's not, but being dependent on each other 
is expected. If you're going to spe- you don't date somebody. I think Mason said this earlier. You don't date somebody without the intent of forever. marriage. Of forever. Not even just uh, marriage, but forever. Marriage, permanence. Yeah. Unless you genuinely think forever is possible with this person, otherwise, don't do it. Otherwise, you really are kind of a shitty human being. You're kind of just yeah. you're taking up time. We don't have despair. Which is which is why I laugh because she'll, uh, like, she'll bring up she'll bring up my body count and I'm like, how many of those do you think were a relationship? About five of them. How's your body count? Two hundred eighty-seven. <laughs> why? I mean, what profession? I didn't have sex with my clients. I dominated them. I uh, stepped on them. He was just a whore. How the fuck do you not have any STDs? Because <laughs> he was safe. I, Nick, was... I don't give a fuck how safe you are. Uh, you don't get to have, not have a fluke in 287. <laughs> if this was the NBA, you'd be unblockable across half court. <laughs> I, this is ridiculous. I, I could step on the court and stop LeBron if this just was like, the NBA. Grab the whole basketball <laughs> racket and just throw the bitch into the goddamn <laughs> impossible odd. Yet true. Yet true. But it, it, it's been a lot of careful. It's also been, there have been scares, like horrid scares. Like if, if I had slept with somebody and then I heard through the grapevine, like it didn't even have to be a true thing. Uh-huh. But if I heard a rumor, oh, they have this. I'm going to the hospital. I'm getting myself tested. I'm making sure I'm good. Yeah. And like that's and during that time, during that time while I had that scare, I'm not shut down the, nobody. We're shutting down the factory. Factory dick time. machine broke. <laughs> Come back next month. Dick out of order. <laughs> well, and like that's that's the big thing when it comes when it came to like him and I is like she has. I have such a low body count. She's got a secret. Compare, I'm not even double digits low body count. Damn, compared I'm not even single digits. I know. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Okay, Actually, yeah. I am single. Zero is a digit. Zero is a digit. You are single digits, home slice. But I'm not double digits. I'm. I mean, I'm close to double digits. And if I were to fuck around on him, I'd hit double digits. I'm not gonna fuck around on you. I ain't got to. I don't need. I don't. I don't, I don't want to spend an hour and a half digging two holes. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Just dig one big one. No. Toss both bodies in. He, he doesn't want us buried together. What the fuck? Uh, what makes you think uh, you'd be buried together? Just not in one. Piece one big together. hole. One big hole. Fire. Can't be buried together if you're in the sky. Throw a thermite grenade, grenade on their bodies. Wait, phosphorus is <laughs> He won't actually kill... By the way, if I go missing, it's because I cheated on him and he killed me. That'd be the only reason she ever goes missing. Otherwise, Fair. she's as snug as a bug in a rug around me. I'll kill and die for her at the same time. Yeah, I love you. <laughs> I'll kill Yujiro Han before her. I don't give a fuck. But... You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to net around this motherfucker. The fucking... Rose, rose in my chest. He, go, he goes to put his arms up and I'm just like, and... <laughs> the re- the big thing about like okay so and I, I feel like one of the reasons he was bringing up body count is because of like my previous relationships mm-hmm. like and that's like the, the saying is you're that's one of the reasons I said it is you don't get into a relationship without the intent of wanting to be in that relationship for as long as possible Hopefully forever. Hopefully forever. And that's like, that's supposed to be the main goal when you're dating or you're in a relationship is that you're, you're in that relationship forever. That's what you want. That's what you're hoping for. That's your intent. Mm -hmm. And especially when it comes to a marriage Mm -hmm. is you're, oh my God, 
if you fuck around on your spouse, you're a horrible fucking person. That's yeah. all I've got to fucking say. If you fuck around on your partner, you're a horrible fucking person. That's all I've got to say. You are a special motherfucking case. Alright, alright, She was fucking around on hold you. Up, hold up, as far as what she's talking it's about. It's no longer your spouse. As far as I am currently in process for all of your... So am I. For all of our viewers, we are both in the process of getting divorces. Oh, no, no. Legal divorces. Legal divorces, completely legal. There's moral divorce and there's legal divorce. More, we are both in the morally, process of getting a legal divorce from other people. Yes, yes. We are in the process of getting legal divorces. Uh, and our spouses had sex with each other. Our spouses had sex with each other, not to mention my spouse decided it would be a good idea to try to have a polygamist relationship and brought another guy into it. My spouse thought it would be a good idea to fuck his best friend's wife. Not talking about him. You're talking about Rena, and I don't. I don't know how anybody think, including Kasai, thinks. By it's the way, the baby was black. <laughs> <laughs> we had a bet going that on whether mean it's Kasai's baby. Fair. Rena, acceptable, acceptable terms. <laughs> Rena, take any nigga dick she can get. Honestly, suck a nigga dick for free. Suck a nigga. You should have sucked the nigga dick for free. <laughs> Shouldn't have sucked a nigga dick for free. <laughs> Got the table, cable turned off. Should have sucked the nigga dick for free. <laughs> Oh my god, the lights turned off. You should have sucked the for free. <laughs> Sorry. Fine energy on my life. On my life. But, like, the... So, because of those reasons, like, I have really bad issues with, like... Um... What's the... Trust? She's insecure. I'm super insecure, and, like, that's... She's getting back to everything. Getting... No, I'm not suspicious. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not suspicious of everything. It's getting back to the... Uh, I don't being dependent on each other and, like, me not really knowing who I am, I'm scared because of what I've been through that he's... That because I have surrounded my life... My entire life is surrounded with him. Mm. Everything is... Pandora, she is our child. Mm. Our phone bill is our phone bill. Our rent is our rent. Cigarettes are ours. Everything is ours collectively. Cigarettes cigarettes about to just be yours, my love. I'm trying to quit. I know. But everything is ours collectively. And so I'm, me mentally, I'm sitting here thinking, well, what if he figures out like, hey, I can find something better or I don't need to be with her. I don't I don't want to be with her anymore. And I lose everything that I've surrounded Babe, my life with. There I can't. Isn't, there isn't better than you for him, though. Babe. I know, but I don't like I know okay. it, but I you know what I mean? I, what about. I, I know it, but I look don't. Look at me. Look at me. Look, do you, do you believe the that there is anybody out there better for you than me? No. That's how I feel about you. You just gotta... I will literally rationalize it to where you understand. I understand. Uh, it's not that I don't understand. It's, it's just it's, an undergo... I'm also... I, and I keep telling you this. Anytime you need reassurance... I know. It's there. I will sit down with you. You can talk to me. You can vent to me. You can go through my phone. I will and not I get do. upset. <laughs> you have the password to literally everything, including my one and only email that I have. That goes both ways. No, how's that for a real loyal nigga? Most niggas got like five, six, seven emails. I got one. If my girl can get all my email passwords, I might thank her because I don't remember any of the niggas. Good job. There are like, times, I have there are like times. eight different emails, but and, I know the passwords and, to all of them, and, and, and so is C. This throws this throws her off. It still to this day will throw her off. I'll hear my phone go off. Mm. I'll hear it because I, I like it'll always be on vibrate, but I'll always hear it. And he'll be like, "Hey, baby, you want to check who messaged me? Want to check who the fuck's bugging me?" Uh-huh. And she'll just kind of look at me like, "You want me to go on your phone?" Uh-huh. I'm like, "I don't give a fuck." I did that with my last ex. I gave her my Discord. I don't really use anything else. I just gave her my Discord. 
and she read all the messages that I had in between me and well, Sarah. We, okay, so, and I was like, nigga, I'm not with her anymore. So we both have fingerprint sensors on our phones. Hmm. His is on our screens, mine's on the back. And both of us have a fingerprint in each of our phones. My phone just... I don't even lock the shit. If y'all want to see my weird porn, go to my gallery. So he... Well, I lock it because I'm around kids. I've probably seen most of your porn. If they want to see my weird porn, go for it. I've probably will... seen most of your I've porn. I've probably definitely. seen most of your porn. Oh, no. I, I don't save half the shit that I actually look at. <laughs> well, then I've definitely seen all of your porn. Yeah. But, like, I guess all what I was it, trying to... even just most of it. You've seen the <laughs> pictures of my own dick on there. I've already seen it. I already seen it. I already seen it. I don't know how, but I, I saw it. I guess what I'm trying to say is like projection. I've seen the top of your, I've seen the base of your dick, but that's because your pants are like super saggy. One day, as what you were the fuck the did this digression? And I'm also when I'm sitting like when I'm Manscaping. my knee don't when my it. knees are like my, I'm sitting on my feet <laughs> when I'm sitting on my damn feet and I'm on the floor and if Isaiah walks by, I'm literally like perfectly level. high level with his dick. <laughs> I ain't packing schmeat, but I'm packing something. <laughs> And like he's okay. got some, he's got some really nicely maintained short and curly. So though. since I feel like this is a therapy session, because that's where I'm at with this. I'm just we I have turned this podcast episode right into a ther- therapy session. Tomorrow. I hope you guys know that. I was actually gonna send it home with you guys for the fucking cat. What? The trimmer. I sent it home with you guys for the cat when when it actually does want to. I could not, in good conscience, use your trimmer. Your trimmer. For the cat now. I have fucking isopropyl alcohol in this house. I do not care. If it bothers you, then you don't have to use it. No, iso- isoprylic alcohol will kill... That's what Isoprylic alcohol will kill herpes somehow. I don't know. That shit's strong. Hold on. Here's the fuck. You up. got herpes? No, you don't. Isoprylic <laughs> alcohol is one of the few liquids that can stop lime burns in their tracks. Literally. Yeah. If you have lime burns from... That shit was on tap at American Ghost Sugar. Uh, same with acetic acid. <laughs> Shut that bitch. <laughs> Don't chug the acetic acid. No, the, the fucking isopropyl alcohol. Oh, yeah. I'm trying not to wake up, nigga. The fucking... Please not, don't drink the isopropyl. The, the not... The, no, it's <laughs> isoprolic. It's basically non-food grade ethanol. Oh. It's fucking incredible. You spray it on something, it is dry within two seconds. Because it's an uh, ethanol... It evaporates. It, it's, eth- it's ethanol-based liquid. It evaporates. It has a... Such a low evaporation temperature that... Air in that factory, it would that- evaporate before it hits the fucking rails that I had to spray. I am gonna say, sure, you gotta have the nozzle up. On. Yeah, it was like fucking go. I am gonna say this: we have officially gotten to the science side of Paradise Asylum podcast. Back to not back to this nigga being exposed as smart. All right, what you want to know about what, what's, what scientifically you want to know? I can explain what the milk of lime at American Crystal Sugar. We're not gonna does. explain that. We, we gotta can't. Ex- we we legally ex- can't though, because both of us have signed NDAs. Technically true. Let's let's talk about something else then. That's scientifically inclined. Okay. I'm not going to be part did of this know, conversation. Did you know? No. Did you know? Salt does not actually melt ice. Oh my fucking god! We went over this yesterday. We went over this yesterday. I, I know, but for it most breaks people up the bond. For most people that don't understand, when something is we, melted, heat is being released. Yeah, we know. Here's an interesting concept. Okay. I thought of this when I was in high school. Water isn't wet. Water, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Technically, no. When a star is dying, it can do a few things. It can go supernova, or it can implode into a black hole. Or it can implode into a hotter, denser star. Or it can become a neutron star. That's what, well, that, well, don't yeah. worry, here's, here's where this goes. When a star, so imagine a neutron star. Do you know what a neutron drop is? Isn't that when, when I isn't shit? That it compresses to a neutron uh, star. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's basically, but there's a physical thing you can get. It's mm-hmm. on Earth. It's called a neutron drop. Mm-hmm. 
they're, they're not a mass-produced thing. They're specifically used in the field of science. They have their own gravitational pull. Like, literally, if you put them on a table and put shit on the opposite end of the table and it's on a perfectly level field, shit will barrel across towards the neutron drop. But, yes, the, the neutron drop is also the scientific method for when a star implodes and becomes an even more dense star. Okay. So here's the idea I had in high school. Because the space is theoretically infinite, this is probably happening somewhere. A star, I'd like to call the Phoenix Star. It is, uh, it would have to be a neutron star because it's the, dense, the, the densest. But, a neutron star that dies and then expands infinitely until it is the size of a red giant. But right before it can go critical, it collapses back into a neutron. Okay, so it's it gets, theoretically possible. It is a hundred percent theoretically possible. And I'd call it the Phoenix Star. And it uh, never dies. The star that cannot die. I also have another thing that for, for since we're on the science side, do you know what a supermassive black hole is? Everybody knows what a standard. Well, black there's hole. the one like I, I know that there's one like the center of the galaxy. Every the galaxy, universe. every galaxy, galaxy has, has one at the center. And it, it's and most people don't no, know that. I thought it was. I thought it was. Every galaxy has a black hole at the center. At no. the center of the universe is a supermassive. No. Black hole. Every galaxy has its own supermassive black hole, and okay. our galaxy is very unique. And I can tell you this because we have telescopes that can look at... We can view other we've, galaxies. We've also seen our supermassive black hole recently. Yes. We've seen the light that's pillars. That's where we get black that, hole shot. That, that's that's <laughs> why the, we know there are light pillars that come out of black holes, but we... Which for, is incredible. We don't know why. Well, it's because there's no reason that we can't. Until for now, we can't. We don't know. We don't have the, we don't have the technology to investigate singularities. We don't have the fucking logic to investigate singularities. All right. But... But... Did you know that our galaxy is super, super unique? What's that? Because most other galaxies, their solar systems, planets collide with each other on the regular. Well, it's because there's galaxies intermingling yeah. with each other, like passing through each other. In fact, we just got through passing through We are galaxy. the luckiest galaxy in existence as we far are, as we're we know right now. We are at the right tail now. end. We are at the tail end of, of outrageous our... destruction. Yeah. Like, at all times. Although, to be fair, it would take thousands of years for us to really start smashing, but, like, not thousands, like millions uh, there, of years, there, but it's there, possible. There are solar systems where it's literally, like... It happens in a couple hours. Every couple hours, two plan another two planets have collided. But... And then you we, have smaller planets created from... We wouldn't be as far along as we are as a species if we were that at risk. Yes. Because those... Those solar systems don't have very hospitable planets. See, and because of situations like that, that's why, like, I'm like, I know I'm gonna throw conspiracy theories into this, but because of that, that situation, we're like, how are we that lucky? We're not lucky. We're not lucky. We just... Either we do or we don't. Existence is a binary. Either yes or no. I know, but I'm saying, like... Ones and zeros. Yeah. Well, I mean, not like that, but, like... I, I, I know, but... You are... If you're, if you're thinking you about ask... it, but you, you, you yourself... Or you keep, one of you said... We're, we're extremely lucky. We are. We are the l luckiest. luckiest. It's air quotes luck. Uh, yeah, I know. Luck. Hypothetically speaking, it we're the luckiest. Um, but that's why I, I low key, low key. I am mm. a conspiracy theorist, but not like are the you, Earth is flat. Are you conspiracy say the aliens put us here. No, I was gonna say we're in a simulation. Shut up! Can't be a simulation. It's too complex. No, here's the reason. Why? Nothing is perfect in a simulation, and yet we have Keanu Reeves. 
God Shut damn it, up. babe. Anyway, <laughs> real point. That is something I brought up recently with John, actually, was, like, there was no luck. You know, because people sometimes ask, you know, well, you know, it's really lucky that you were born in America. Either you were born in America or, or you, you weren't. weren't. There is a, the entirety of life isn't luck-based as far as what you get when you get handed your fucking lot. All right. It is yes or no. It's what you work for and gain out of your life. Yeah, if, yeah. if you find, if you were like, if, if you were like me and you find somebody who actually loves you, that's luck. Yeah. That's, Especially if they love you the way you want. That's, exactly. that's a good one, too. Not yeah. just they love you, but they love you in the ways that you like. Yeah. If, if you're managed to not just be stuck caring for your best home girlfriend and stuck in the friend zone just sitting there watching her get her heart broken. Are you from personal sense. experience? <laughs> <laughs> we all are. We all, Brian. Aren't we all? I know. He, I saw ladies. that look because he was like, your best home girlfriend because we started off as friends. That's how, that's how it usually starts out. Goddamn, now but, I'm sad. But, yeah, so if, you, if, you, if, you find, if you find somebody that, that, that makes I'm like, damn, I really thought I had that person. Oh, no! <laughs> now I'm depressed. Alright. Neither one of y'all need to be depressed. Do you know why? Why? Y'all don't need to be depressed. Because I love you all equally. <laughs> why? Because y'all sit here with me. That's right. <laughs> I'm the best thing since sliced bread, my nigga. Nah, I'm fucking That's Betty White? Wait, no, Betty, Betty White White's the first. best thing before sliced <laughs> bread. <laughs> Betty White was well before sliced bread. Literally. Literally. We anyway, Googled it. We Googled before it. we run out of time, because we have three minutes left, I want to bring up something. All right. Devil's Core. You know what it is? Yes. The Devil's Core for Mason. Don't let your pets yeah. fuck you. <laughs> Shut up. The Devil's Core for people who don't know, including our lovely Harleen-looking ass, uh, is the... It's a way to make something, or it's a way to make nuclear weapons go critical without the need for uh, high impact explosives. Because so, the way that the nukes worked was they effectively they created they, fission. They, they blew up and a well, they blew up uranium or plutonium. They did both bombs made of a different material. They blew up around uranium and plutonium. So that way, the density of the uranium and plutonium was so tight that the atoms hit each other and then immediately set each other flying. Effectively, uh, the nuclear blasts aren't explosions. They're fusion and fission. It's atoms trying to separate from each other as fast as possible in a chain reaction. Now, the Devil's Core is doing that without the explosion. Yep. It has taken the lives of two people directly and, like, 20 other people... Indirectly. Uh, and all it is is a metal orb uh, surrounded by reflective metals. Because uranium, actually, interestingly enough, uranium and plutonium, actually, interestingly enough, uh, you can reflect the radiation they give off back in and on itself to cause it to go critical regardless of explosions. It does not need to be compacted. It can just be reflected, which mm-hmm. is incredibly even more dangerous. Mm-hmm. And I think that's incredibly interesting. It's actually a type of metallurgy too. Yeah, but no, that's uh, just a brief, just briefly oh. on that. Oh, oh, and another small, you know, since we're talking on radioactive metals, mm. uh, do you know what the most abundant and most common radioactive substance is? Thorium. Titanium, actually. Titanium. Titanium. Once you heat it up, titanium is a radioactive substance, mm. which is why superheated titanium. Uh, that 
that color. Titanium is the only metal that you don't have to do heat treating to to get multicolored designs on it. Yeah, you can expose it to different uh, what is it, electrical wavelengths. Heat. Heat. It's I a, remember seeing tests. It's for a this. heat treating. Yeah. It's a heat treating method for titanium. But and interesting colors too, pink but, and yellow. But sure. those are all safe levels of heat to expose titanium to. Mm -hmm. You surpass those levels. It's basically or like or. a rod of plutonium. Oh, I know. But yeah, titanium's also a very, very radioactive. It's why uh, sable rounds are titanium-tipped ammunition. Hmm. Also, radiation is the color blue. Yes, it is. I incidentally found out because and spicy when, air when they well, when they dropped the de <laughs> when they dropped when they dropped the demon core, it flashed blue and then several people. Gone. Well, well, not gone, but Dead. just immediately poisoned. Oh, yeah. Radiation. To death. All right. Well, have a good night, everybody.